Hi, and welcome to SEO Hangouts with Josh Bashinsky. That would be me. Uh, today, uh, we're in the lazy days of summer. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in the lazy days of summer. And I couldn't find any black ads to argue black ad SEO with. I guess they're all afraid of me because I'm so smart. And I always out-argue them and tell them that white hat SEO is better when I'm arguing for the white hat side. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. They're all on summer vacation. Who knows where everybody is? But I wanted to try and keep my show regular and going every week. So I can't really call it white hat versus black hat SEO show because there's no black ads here to argue with, at least not yet. <laughs> so I'm going to have more of an SEO hangout. Uh, for those people who've been watching me a long time, you know I used to do SEO Hangouts. And so I'm opening up the floor today, guys. Uh, if you have any SEO questions, if you have any sites you want me to look at, you have any SEO issues you want me to take a look at, I will answer as much as I can and do what I can on air, live on air. You can join the Hangout if you have a question to ask. Oh, there's a black hat I can argue black hat SEO with. How you doing, Clint? What's up? You look lonely, so I figured. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, it's good to see you, Clint. As I was just saying, I'm doing a, an open kind of SEO show today. If anybody has any questions about SEO, I'm I'm gonna table those questions. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna try and answer those questions. If they have a site they want me to look at. I'm gonna take a look at their site and give them whatever kind of SEO help that I can give them. I'm also gonna add the uh, chat, the uh, Hangout uh, URL into the chat. If you want to join, if you have a question, please join. You can join and just sit here if you want, but if, but if you if you want if you have a question, it's better to join. If you don't have a question, then don't join. You don't need to just sit here. Uh, and then so if you have a question, go ahead and join. And I'm 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 gonna commit my time to answering some SEO questions right now. Clint, if you want to jump in and, and and give your two cents on whatever we look at, that's fine too. Even if we disagree, of course, this is um, the White Hat versus Black Hat show is a more of a debate show, so we can have a friendly debate about what what way we would do it, and that's perfectly fine too. Sound nice. good, Clint? I like these kind of shows. All right, fantastic. So um, before, I don't have a lot of SEO questions right now. Uh, somebody asked uh, to take a look at this site. I can take a look at this site in a couple seconds. Right off the bat, I want to kind of just look at some stuff here. So uh, Diego Maria asked, can I look at this site? I think it's it's called testosterone.com. I'm going to just take a quick look at it to see what it is before I put it on air. Who knows what this could be? It's probably not, you know, probably not bad, but it's probably a site selling some kind of testosterone. Yeah, it looks like an affiliate site. Okay. So I'm going to take a look at this site. Thank you, uh, Diego. Uh, Diogo? Diogo, sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. Thanks for, for, uh, for letting us take a look at this. And I'm going to, if you have any specific questions, Please, by all means, ask specific questions in the chat. Uh, put three stars beside it so I can see your specific question. Uh, or uh, I don't know if did you join here? Somebody joined. Oh, did you join? Do you have a microphone? I don't know if you can hear me. We can hear you. How you doing? Okay, great. Hey. How do you pronounce your name? Diogo. It's right. Diogo. Diogo. Okay. Thanks for joining, Diogo. Uh, so yeah, let's take a look at your site. And if you have any specific, do, actually, if you have any specific questions, why don't you ask them now? Uh, I have a couple. I'll share the slides so people can kind of see what we're looking at here. Okay, so uh, do you, uh, do uh, backlink pyramids still work? As of right now. Okay, so the first question is: Do backlink pyramids work? Do you have any other questions? Uh, I actually do. Uh, do you think uh, dropping a dot edu or drop uh, or dropping a dot gov? Uh, Backlink uh, once per month is too much or too little? What do you think about that? Okay. 
So that's a good question. Um, I'll take a look at the site in a second and I'll go through some of the, well, I'll do that first. So let's, when, when somebody, I do all level, all kinds of levels of audits. Um, I'm sure Clint, you get the same thing. People email us and they say, what's wrong with this site? Why is it not ranking? Or they'll email, you know, how hard is it to rank in this niche? And I have kind of like a five second look I can take. And then I have like a five hour look I can take. The five hour look obviously is better than the five second look. Um, I can get much into more detail. I can see what's going on. I can do an audit and see what's going on. I know Clint, you have an audit process as well. So if you want a high level SEO audit, contact me, contact Clint. Uh, we, we definitely do these things. This is what we do for a living. Or at least that's what I do for a living. I know Clint, you also run sites as well. And uh, Clint's more on the black hat side and I'm probably more on the white hat side. That might be a way to decide who you want to call, but, but we're here to help out. At least I'm here to help out. Clint, I assume you're willing to take phone calls and emails as well. For sure. Great. Okay. So, so this is actually, your questions, Diago, were perfect because this is the kind of exact questions where Clint and I will probably disagree or probably have a different ask, a different yeah. perspective on SEO. So it's actually, it's almost like I planned this. You know, it's, it's perfect that you <laughs> asked those questions. So, but first, before we get to your questions about linking, specifically, um, do pyramid links still work? And, and can I drop an edu and a gov link every month? Is that too much? Is that too little? We'll table those questions to the end. Now, if I was going to give you my five-second view, of course, links are not everything. I presume you're not ranking very well, otherwise you wouldn't be here. No. <laughs> links are not everything. And so I would take another quick little look just to see the health of a site. And so I'm going to try and share some of those tricks that I would do right now. Now, um, of course, as I said, this is only the five-second look. The five-second look is nowhere near as good or as in-depth as the five-hour look. It's just a five-second look. So first off, I want to see how Google thinks of this site. Um, I would do a site colon search, obviously, for that. And this would tell me kind of in more or less in no uncertain terms how many pages you have and what Google thinks you have. Now, Google says you have eight pages in the, in the index. Is this correct, Diego? Uh, yes. Okay. So. When you have a small site like this, this number here is accurate. It's probably accurate up to I don't know, about 500 pages maximum. Anything more than 500 pages and this number is not accurate. Like if I check a different site here, for example, uh, what's a good site I can check here? Um, let's, if I just take sepsgraphics.com, for example. It says there's 320 pages. That's probably accurate, but if I want to check for sure if it's accurate, what I do is I go up here, this is a little trick, I put ampersand start equals 990. And that's going to start the uh, search at the end of the search results. And you see what it gives me? It says it goes up to page 33. I click page 33, and this actually tells me how many results are actually in their index post filter, right? Now, this is not including the, 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 any duplicate content filter that they have. So as you see, this number that we had before here, it was uh, 327. That's about right. The actual number they have is 322. So this is not 322, 327. That's around the, the accurate amount. But uh, if I could think of a site off the top of my head that I know has many, many more pages, uh, you'll check to see. You'll do this start 990 thing. At the top here, again, it's just ampersand star equals 990. And it gives you uh, a more accurate kind of result. You can also use this. Uh, it's kind of interesting. So if I go testosterone uh, booster or supplement, right? 
That's probably something you want to rank for. If I want to see, actually, it says a million results, over a million results, but if I want to see actually how many real results there are, I would put this, for people optimizing for this phrase exactly, I would put this in quotations. Now it's down to 607,000. And then I would go to the top here, and I would do at start equals 990. Hopefully with all these searches I've been doing, it's not going to mess up. And then if you see that, there's only actually 17 pages. There's only actually 17 pages of results because that's what it would give me when I do the actual start 990. And even if I go back here, oops, even if I go click through, it says, oh, there's more pages, but really, really there's not, right? This tells me that there's only actually about 170 results of pages optimizing for testosterone supplement. Now, sometimes it gives you weird results. Like sometimes, for example, I'll do a site colon search uh, for a site, and it'll give me this page right away, and it's only got one page index. Have you ever seen that, Clint, when there's only one page? Like, like when you do the search originally, you do site colon foobar.com, and you see, oh, this one says only two results. But when you do the start, nine, start 990 or go to a different page, Start 990. Uh, it says there's only one result. Have you ever seen that before, Clint? I don't use a start 990, but mm. well, when you start, or even if you click, even if I repeat the, the the search, you see there's 23 results. There's there's a lot of auto filtering that Google does, right? And this, when you start playing around with site colon searches and you start seeing the results from site after site after site, you start realize what Google kind of filters automatically. It's a good piece of evidence it's a good indication as to what Google's going to like and what they're not going to like and there's two uh, there's two uh, sort filters that they do they do one at the caffeine level so caffeine is their indexer they index all the pages they check to see if they're thin if they're search results pages if they're garbage pages if they're duplicated obviously duplicated or obviously spun if they are they they don't even index them they take them out of the main index and put them into some kind of supplemental index that's the first filter they do it's kind of important to understand how and why they do that for testing, uh, for when you're working on affiliate sites, when you're working on any kind of sites that has auto-generated content or spun content. The second uh, uh, fil uh, filter they do is after you do a search, they sort the results and they send it to you and they filter out any that are partially duplicated, but you might want for any other reason. They're not completely duplicated and haven't been completely wiped out. So when you see a result like this I saw here at, when, I, when I looked at foobar.com, that's kind of what I'm seeing here. When I do the search, it's like, these are the only two really authoritative quality pages as far as Google is concerned, uh, or an example thereof, right? And if I click to show the omitted results, there's way more than just this uh, two. There's the, the whole bunch. This is up to 22, like mailfuber.com, just a page they know about, but they know it's not for search, right? Because this is probably where people are getting their mail, or the login page. Again, this is, this is robot out by the robot's text. Another reason they might, might filter all this out is because it's, ro it's roboted out by the robot's text. So any kind of thin content, uh, this is interesting here. Can anyone explain to me what, what this is here? Anybody in the chat have a reason what that 8080 thing is? Or anyone who's currently on the, on the call have an idea what this 8080 thing is? Does anyone understand Linux ports or networking ports? Port 8080 is the, if I'm not mistaken, is a standard HTTP port, just like port 23, if, if I if I recall correctly, is the standard secure FTP port. 
So if you went to www.yourdomainname.com colon 8080, that's exactly the same as going to slash index.html, which is exactly the same as going to slash. Those are all different variations and different URLs, even like going pound and with nothing after it, or just question mark with nothing after it. These are all variations of, of the same URL that you can get, uh, which is interesting because as far as Google is concerned, they're different URLs. And so actually, you can do really interesting uh, linking and diff different interesting Black Hat stuff when you start understanding how Google recognizes all these homepage URLs as the same uh, as different URLs, but then they automatically concatenate them. You can start separating that apart and pointing links to different ones, blocking out for the various ones you want to block out link juice, you know, stuff like that. So anyway, that is the first thing that I do, a, a nice little trick I like to do. Uh, if anybody ever emails me and says, you know, what's wrong with my site? What's going on? Uh, uh, I like to check out to see how Google is spidering it and, and, uh, and indexing it because that's a very good uh, trick. The next thing I like to do is to see what is the actual canonical uh, URL. I would do that by doing an info. This, if you do an info colon uh, search, this is the actual uh, uh, URL, uh, the canonical URL for this particular domain, right? So they've, they've switched to HTTPS. So if you're ever wondering, does, did Google pick up my HTTPS? What's going on? You could do an info colon search for your domain name, and it'll give you what is the actual canonical version for that particular entity. Also, I don't know if this is going to work. It doesn't work. It only works for more authoritative entities. You can do a related search, and it'll tell you what's related to that entity. This is a bad example because foobar.com doesn't have a lot of uh, uh, sites in there. But if I did relate it to walmart.com, I didn't even work. That's weird. Huh. What is Walmart's URL? Yeah, walmart.com. Well, that's funny. So if I, maybe I related. Huh. Okay. <laughs> well, that must be broken right now because normally that would work. Clearly, Walmart.com has a URL that they know. But if you ever, uh, this is a good thing to tell if your your entity, if Google understands your entity, Google understands your website, Google understands your semantic, Google understands what you're about. If you ever do a related search and they, they, they list you up against stuff, you're like, that's not really what my website's about. You know you have kind of a fundamental on-page SEO problem or a, kind of a, a fundamental linking problem that you're not referring to yourself in the right semantic and they don't know what you're about or probably where to put you in the search results or the sales fund. Funny, it didn't work for Walmart though. That's kind of weird. I think they killed it. <clears throat> you think they did? Yeah. It didn't work for his site either. Huh. Yeah, it hasn't been working for a few days, but I don't remember seeing anything on like SE Roundtable about that. Do you? Smart people don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> SE roundtable or, or related <laughs> related colon search. Yeah. It was mine. Yeah, I killed it. It's not working with mine either. Doesn't seem to work. That's interesting. Okay. And I know site is I don't know, I think they're probably looking to kill that too. Some of the features that it does. So. Yeah. Well here's an interesting thing is that having all said that about site colon, the site colon search, they very well could get rid of it. And um, because they want to hide things from SEOs who are trying to reverse engineer their algorithms, which is another reason why I suggested to the uh, the SEO intelligence agency, the SIA agency, which we're both members of, that they, we should be a lot more quiet about how we're doing our tests because I don't want Google messing around with the tests. Uh, ever since 
Uh, this could be coincidental, but ever since Dory brought SIA to SMX Advanced, I've been having a hell of a time getting our, our test servers indexed in, into Google. Um, I don't know. Again, it could be coincidence, but I'm blaming her <laughs> for <laughs> me not being able to get an index. But uh, okay. Now, uh, so Diogo, he asked about his site here, Testosteroneer. Here's some other stuff that you can you know quickly check out. I can tell him what's wrong with this site right now. Oh yeah. Okay. We'll wait with bated uh, breath. Your on page sucks ass. Uh, that's the nice way. It <laughs> you're you're affiliate. You're trying to sell this one specific product, but yeah. all of your pages are optimized for that product. So now Google's like, all right. So the site's about the product, but which one is the authority page? Uh, Josh, if you do a site colon search, mm -hmm. uh, get rid of the HTTP and the backslash after the dot com there and his domain name. Just the root? Yeah. And then exact, add the keyword pro-testosterone. Testosterone. Uh, one quotations. word? Yeah. It's two words. I put it in the chat so you can copy-paste. Think so? Right. So what you see here is Google saying that all of these pages on your site are related to that one term because you've essentially done that. You've told them that. So all these other internal pages here all need to link to your homepage because you want to rank your homepage for that that term, pro-testosterone, pro-testosterone review, etc. And you need to fix that title tag that's shown on there too on your homepage. Hello world, yeah. yeah. Well, delete that post for one. But the, the, the main homepage title tag should have, it's pro-testosterone. You're trying to sell it. So pro-testosterone is probably what they're searching for. So that needs to be in that, that title tag. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you have to ask yourself the basic question, where do you want to be in the sales funnel? Are you trying to inform them higher up at the sales funnel? You're trying to be, uh, in which case they're going to be asking questions like, what is the best testosterone supplement? Or are you trying to sell it at the at the laser edge of the sales funnel at the sales in the sales funnel where they're already found out about pro testosterone the product and they're trying to buy pro testosterone the product yeah a little microsite like this is going to work better for that long tail pro testosterone reviews kind of searcher you're not going to rank this site for testosterone or testosterone supplement it's not going to happen yeah anytime soon so i would go after that product name specifically and fix that interlinking and fix your optimization so that it's you you know that it's the main homepage is where your money is going to be made and that's where you do all your uh, CRO stuff eventually and everything else is supporting documents to rank that homepage and that'll keep Google a little bit happier and more likely to rank you faster this is yeah. a new site though right what's all how, how old is this site uh, six months, I think. I'm not completely sure. All right. You're using all-in-one SEO pack. It's not a bad tool. Yeah. I prefer uh, Yoast because then you wouldn't have to have Jetpack on your site as well. Um, and that would okay. kind of help you out a little bit, make everything a little bit easier to manage. And that helps you. If you get the premium version of Yoast, it will help you with that interlinking issue that I just pointed out to you. 
because it'll tell you, hey, you're optimizing multiple pages for the same keyword. Knock it off. Uh, yeah. So, so just to explain what, what the brilliant suggestion from Clint there is that if you do a site colon search for your domain name and then put a keyword after it, it's going to search just your domain name, just your domain for that keyword, right, for that, for that uh, content. So for example, this is a great little test. When you do site colon and you see all the results, you will see, okay, well, what, how much of my site is, is just geared towards a particular um, keyword? You put the keyword after it, and you could just compare the results afterwards. You say, well, And okay, it's also a lot better to put it in quotations yeah. to get the exact, because sometimes you're going to talk about testosterone in different ways, but for your exact keyword, this is how many pages they need to be. Yeah, and so going off the philosophy, which I think is the correct philosophy, that every page is a separate topic, uh, maybe under a, a single, uh, you know, generic idea, but you shouldn't have all your pages talking about protein. They shouldn't all be talking about pro-testosterone. Uh, you know, you should have one page on pro-testosterone or one page on pro-testosterone versus proteins, you know, and, and things more, more of that nature. And it doesn't, I don't think it necessarily has to be your index page. It has to be your sales page. But, but you definitely should pick one page that's going to be your sales page that all of your internal site links to, and that's getting all the internal link juice and telling Google what you're about and where to place you in the sales funnel. And, it, and I think Clint's entirely right that you're never – it's going to be very, very, very difficult for you to rank this site for uh, pro-testosterone or queries. Like if I just take a look – so let's, let's actually do this. So if I open up SERPWorks, it's the other thing I wanted to do. Another quick little test I do – SERP works, just so you know how it's spelled, is S-E-R-P works like this. I think it's a great tool to, uh, to quickly tell stuff about a website. You can see right away here that you've got 180, um, actually, let's just do, I just want to do it on the testosterone.com. Was that it? Yep. And that was, okay, I want to see what's going on on the root here as well. So you have 186 uh, root domains pointing to you. You have a PA of 25 and trust flow. So for me, I don't know, Clint, you might disagree. That's, that's fine. But for me, the most important link metrics are referring domains, actually isolated class Cs, actually class CIPs. But they don't tell you this here, so I'll just go for root, by root domains. The page authority is important. Uh, I, I kind of pay attention to this, so the spam score, but not only incidentally, and the trust flow. Would, would you say your, your top linking metrics are trust flow, PA, and referring domains as well, or would you disagree? You know, when I start looking at a site, I look at uh, Ahrefs, domain rank, the PA, and the trust factor. Uh, the spam score, because we know that Moz's index is not as good as the everyone else's. I kind of yeah. take that for what it is, but those three are what I look at right yeah. off the bat. Yeah, and the the Ahrefs domain rating or URL rating is going to be a, a metric based on I think these numbers here. Yeah. Um, I also look at the number of keywords you're ranking for because that'll tell me how many pages you got and how big the site is. I'll look at the amount of traffic you get. I'll look at your keyword uh, density. Again, uh, Clint and I have debated this a, a couple times, but we know this this number is not perfectly accurate, but it's a good indication. It's not going to be a good indication of this because it's going off whatever you typed in here. So. Clearly, you don't have site colon testosterone.com anywhere on your site. I just wanted to have this here to compare. Now, for example, you wanted to rank for pro-testosterone. That was the name of the uh, – the, is oh, this the yeah. name of the supplement? Yeah. Okay. 
So if you want just to quickly look at your, com your competitors talking about how easy it will be for you to rank here or how hard it will be for you to rank here, this is what you're, you're up against. And this is just the quick check you can do. I'll just wait for all this information to populate. This is the quick check you can do. Um, and you can tell, if you understand how the SERPs work, you can tell a lot about how, how hard or how easy it is going to be to rank on, on a particular SERP. So let's just remember your site has a referring domains of 186, a PA of 25, and no trust flow whatsoever. That's not good. Um, you definitely want links that are getting clicks and with some trust and some traffic. Um, so I would recommend uh, you might want to purchase some good ones that are going to get you uh, good clicks. But again, there's a whole lot of things you need to watch out for for links I'll talk about in a second. Uh, I'm a lot more careful when it comes to links anyway. Maybe Clint might disagree, and that's fine. But So you have 186 referring domains. Just remember that. Okay, when you look at your competitors, we have 1,000 referring domains, and it's some kind of subpage. We have 3,300 3, with a not a bad rating on some diet spotlight. We have only three, some protestosteronereviews.com. That's interesting. So whenever I see this, this is split testing. This is a new site that Google is testing out. And it also tells me that there's not a lot of quality on this SERP. If Google is A-B testing a, a page that has only three referring domains, although look look at the anchor cloud. It's <laughs> 100%. <laughs> all of their links, all, all nine of them, say pro-testosterone in them, <laughs> right? But whenever Google's uh, split testing something like this, it tells me there's not a lot of quality in this SERP. And that's a good thing for you because when there's a low-quality SERP, if you come in with a site that gives them exactly what they want and your quality score is really high and you're terminating the search result, then you can really jump ahead. But I strongly doubt this site's going to last here any longer than a few weeks. So this is a spot you could take. You could take number three. So far, you couldn't take one or two, uh, Diogo. Yeah. This site has only 44 referring domains. Uh, PA of 17, you've got better, but they have a good trust flow. Their spam score is a little higher, so Google is probably seeing that as well. So a lot of those links are not being counted. But this is another this is another weak spot you could possibly take. Um, they're already ranking for 2,800 uh, keywords. Uh, it's a kind of a generic health supplements for men. So the problem is, is that this is not the same. When we talk about QDD, queries diver, uh, deserves diversity. Google only has a number of slots for a domain dedicated to pro-testosterone, which they have here. So number three is still the spot you can take because, again, it's another domain dedicated to the keyword. This is a domain that has just a page. So if you had a super good authority and quality score, you could beat this, but it would be harder than beating this. Does, does that make sense, uh, Diogo? Yeah, it does. And then finally, you got this one, 468 referring domains. Oh, not bad. And look, it only has a rating of two. This is shit. <laughs> like this is terrible, right? Again, this is a very low, a low quality SERP and a low quality thing. Here's your standard video. This is where Holly is going to kick your ass. She's going to put a million videos online. Let's <laughs> say whatever review warning. Unless you make a video and and beat some of these really big spammers at their own game, you are probably not going to be able to beat this video, right? If anyone's wondering what Holly does, this is something that she would do, right? She would have a million of these videos uh, ranking on these. SERPs because of the QDD philosophy, the query deserves diversity. She knows a lot of these, these search results, Google is going to cherry pick a video and put it there. And that's one of the ways that she is so good at SEO. Amazon.com, forget it, it's a brand, you'll never beat them unless you become, unless their quality score is so terrible 
and your quality score is so good. But I mean, look at their trust flow, 94 <laughs> for the domain, zero for the page, however. But that, I don't think that really matters. 2.7 million referring domains, you know, ranking for 60,000 keywords. Um, Consumer Health Digest, again, this is going to be uh, Corey Deserves Diversity. This is going to be on, under the, your money or your life, the kind of algorithm where any kind of health related, they're going to put a, uh, a kind of uh, Consumer Health Digest, a kind of health view on there to try and tell people should they buy this product or not, to try to protect people. Uh, Workout Nova, again, a review. You might be able to beat these guys. They've got 36. And Science News, Pro Testosterone, a review. Only 128 domains. Notice how little domains it takes. 128, 36, you know, four or three. You know, links are not the only uh, the only algorithm. They're not definitely the most important algorithm. They're one off-site metric. They're not all off-site metrics. And in my opinion, I know Clint, again, he might disagree later on. But, but I think quality score is just as important as links, in my opinion. And um, if you have a terrible quality score, so I think, in my opinion, if I had to take a, a quick niche kind of analysis, this is the site you could really knock off, and there's two other sites you possibly could. Uh, right now, you're not doing it because you don't have the quality score, and you don't have the on-page SEO set up right, as, uh, as um, uh, Clint was mentioning. You already have enough referring domains. You just don't, haven't set up the on-page SEO and the internal linking correctly. And um, uh, your quality score probably isn't high enough. Because when I look at your site here, um, there is a buy now here. It doesn't float. This, this box here should float so they always see it. I can't see the buy now button very easily. And quite frankly, I haven't been sold yet. There's, no, there's not enough sales value propositions by this buy now button to buy it. A four stars, a testimonial, okay. But I can't really see this buy now button. It's a little too hard to see it right off the bat. This box should definitely float. And this should be okay. a lot of good reasons why I should be buy buying it. The eyes automatically draw to this paragraph here. This this uh, or border bulleted list should be listed here and should be because close to the buy now button. And the, the any good value is going to be associated with it, right? No. Uh, a tool you should install to see what people are doing on your site and, and to really get a good quality score and really satisfy people is Crazy Egg. No, if you guys have never played with Crazy Egg, it's a fantastic uh, piece of software. It gives you all kinds of uh, heat maps and scroll maps. Uh, I don't have any, I deleted any old ones, so I don't have any old ones. It also takes recordings of uh, what people do on your site. So you see there's a seven second recording, a 12 second recording, a 16 second recording. It'll tell you what people do on your site. And you, if you watched four or five of these, you start to realize, oh, this design is not good enough. Like they're not, they're, they're not even reading this. They're not even seeing this. Like this is all blue in the scroll map, so people are not seeing it. They're seeing this picture. They're seeing this thing, and there's no buy button. The buy button needs to float alongside with it, right? So you need to take more. Clint was right, I think. You need to take more of a long tail approach, and um, and you need to. Talk a little bit more about you know uh, pro pro testosterone reviews, pro pro testosterone. Uh, why should I buy pro testosterone? You should go looking in the auto suggest feature and see uh, different things you should be writing on. Uh, but uh, you know you're going to have a tough slog because uh, an affiliate site is uh, a site that Google doesn't want to rank. Quite frankly, um, they've got a million other sites. Well, 170 other sites uh, as I did the, the did the search. That are our pages, 170 pages. That's your that's your true competitors right now, which is both bad and good. Uh, you might think only 170. That's actually fantastic, 
Yeah, but it's 170 uh, competitors on really much nicer looking sites and much more credible sites. So you really need to boost it up. And remember, Google's not your friend. They're your, they're your enemy. They hate affiliate sites. I would suggest cloaking your affiliate links uh, through some kind of internal JS redirect or something along those lines. Or at the very least, you have to put a nofollow on your, on your affiliate links. Uh, so Google's not going to give you some kind of uh, spam penalty or give you some kind of filter. They do filter affiliate sites. They are very, very harsh when it comes to ranking affiliate sites. So you can do it. I've made a lot of money doing affiliate networking. You can, you can do affiliate sites. You can make a lot of money doing it. But you have to be even that much better at, at your SEO, at your game, because you do have literally 170 competitors right now trying to compete with you. And some of those slots, like I showed you, Amazon, uh, YouTube, you're never going to beat those guys. That's just... Google only gives you one, maybe two more slots that you could possibly fit on that, that page one SERP. But if you ranked for pro-testosterone and you gave them, they're looking for pro-testosterone. They have a credit card in hand. They're at the bottom end of the sales funnel. If you ranked for that search query and you gave them a way to, you gave them the sales value propositions, you took away their fear of buying it, you know, 60 day money back guarantee, a testimonial from that looks real, and a buy now button, a price crossed out with a new price. If you give them all those incentives to buy, built up the product, reduce their fear, and the buy now button is always visible, they would click it. You'd get conversions, I think, of 50, 60%. I've been able to get conversions of 60 to 70% doing that kind of a tactic at the, at, at the end of the sales funnel. Top end of the sales funnel, no way. Bottom end of the sales funnel, when they've already decided they have their credit card in hand, okay, I'm going to try this pro testosterone. They're just looking for the right person to sell it to them. You could be that person. Diogo, do you have, oh, and you had linking questions. Okay, so let's get to the linking questions. Ed. So this is a great deep dive on this kind of site. So your questions were, if I recall correctly, one, does do pyramid linking still work? Tier three, tier two, tier one, money site. First question. Second question, how often should I be getting edu links? How often should I be getting .org links? I'll give my opinion first, and then I'll let Clint give his opinion, because we're probably going to disagree a little bit on this, me being the white hat and him being the black hat. We'll probably disagree a little bit. Here's what I would say on that. You already have 168 referring domains. Your page authority is already in range to rank on page one. Uh, you have no trust flow, though. So you do need to still add links, right? Because you have no trust flow. You, the, Google's not trusting probably a lot of those links you've got. Uh, you need some trust flow. You need some links that have clicks through on it, in, in my opinion. You already have the link juice to rank there. You just haven't done the on page correctly. So you've got to fix your on page. And then in my opinion, you've got to fix your quality. You've got to get that conversion funnel going the way I talked about and with the sales value propositions right there and the buy now button with the incentives so that you're terminating the search. If they search pro-testosterone reviews, they're getting the review. Like Whatever they're doing, you have to answer that question the best. So let's say you fix the quality problems. Now you have to get to the linking. You need to add some trust flow there. I would add, uh, I would go out, I would look for some links on some blogs uh, that are within your niche. Preferably, they show up for some searches that you would want to rank for or, or, or close to that. And you want to buy some links that are going to give you do follow links that aren't lumped in. They're going to be blog links. They're not lumped in with all these other links. So it'll be hard for Google to find them. This is a risk. Google could find this. I'm the white SEO. I'm supposed to tell you this is a risk. Google could find this. And that you'll actually get click-throughs. And if you're not going to actually get click-throughs them, I would, I would actually fabricate click-throughs them. I would buy a Fiverr to click-through and go through on them or something along those lines. That's not very white hat of you. <laughs> nope, no, it's not. Uh, because this doesn't call for a white hat solution, right? Uh, you, uh, you know, it'd be great if in the affiliate world people gave a shit and would link to you organically. They don't. That's just never going to happen. So 
in my opinion, that's what I would do. I wouldn't build any private uh, blog network. They're too hard to maintain. And, and unless you're going to be running a whole suite of sites. Like if you want to build a whole blog network on health in general, like everybody else and their dog has, millions of people have, and you want to maintain that, you want to run that month after month, if you want to do that and spend that time and money, fine, but then you better be running like 100 affiliate sites to, to leverage that time and money you spend, right? I personally, again, Clint may disagree. I'm going to give Clint the floor to talk in just a second. Uh, he may disagree with everything I said right now. But, uh, but I wouldn't do a private blog network. It's not worth the time and money, in my opinion. You already have enough referring domains. You already have enough page authority. You just need some trust flow, and you could surgically add that on by buying some, some good links on good sites that Google's not going to be able to detect their paid links, not on the footer, not on the sidebar, not, not with a page of 20 other links. Good blog posts I, I, would, I would go do. And Edu and GovLinks, I, I think they're crap. I don't think they help anymore, any more than any other kind of link. I think Google is well aware, and, and Google has said, if you take their word for it, they're well aware of EduLinks and GovLinks. They don't help you. They're not, they don't have all that mega juice like they used to have. They did used to have in like 2001. They don't anymore. I wouldn't buy them. I wouldn't bother with those. That's not what I would bother with. So it doesn't matter if you add them every month or every two months. The, the frequency of links, the velocity of links doesn't matter at all, in my opinion. You could put out a TV commercial and have 10,000 links from bloggers tomorrow saying, holy crap, did you see what he did? You know, that, that could happen, and Google's well aware of that. They don't care about link velocity at all. I've talked to Matt Cutts about it personally. They don't care. At least That was a few years ago, mind you. They could have changed, but I don't think they care. In my opinion, uh, you should do what, what I said you should do. Now, for a completely different view, or maybe an agreement, who knows? We'll see what Clint says. I'll turn the floor over to Clint. And Clint, how would you answer those questions? Would you agree or disagree? I'll do backwards. Uh, the EDU and the Gov, I agree with. We've tried those. Pretty much any place that you can create a EDU link on your own has probably been automated at some point in time. And then Google's caught on and said, screw that. It's not valuable anymore. Uh, even the scholarship stuff's not working too much because there's a bunch of douchebags out there abusing that policy too. So honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't focus on it. You know, it'd be great if you can get Stanford to link to you in their actual, like their real site. Um, but the blog stuff doesn't even bother with, in my opinion. Uh, kind of a last ditch thing. You've tried everything else, and let's see if this one little thing might help. The kind of thing that maybe, or you're just looking for some diversification. Then I'd go for it. But other than that, uh, link pyramids. I kind of along the other way of thinking on that for for this so i agree that he needs to increase the topical relevance of the site um however buying new links will only work if they have high topical relevance on their own and they're going to pass that over to you in which case your low quality links are actually going to dilute your topical trust flow so the purpose of a pyramid when you're setting up your tier one links properly is to boost that topical trust flow so that when you do get a kick-ass PBN link or somebody's really kick-ass site links to you, uh, then it's not diluting the power of that and it boosts everything up even more. And you need less of it. <laughs> Sorry, Clint, are you hiding someone down there? Are they choking or is that your dog or something? My dog. <laughs> that dog's on the fence. My cat walks in and meows. That always happens, right? And you're like, what's that noise? <laughs> So to put that into perspective, what we do for our clients is create a brand ring. You guys have all heard of them. IFTTT rings, gnome rings, whatever the hell you want to call them. It's a brand ring. You create that nice pillow around your website, you know, Facebook, Twitter, 
Instagram, all those sites, and then get the topical trust photos up using your link pyramid method, however you want to do it. Personally, I use GSA Sear and just blast the crap out of them. Uh, and then send in your good links down the road. For most parts, you're going to find that that branded trust ring is really all you need and maybe a couple of PBM links. Um, so, so just to dissect what you're talking about there, Clint, so the white hat understands. <laughs> so you're using this, uh, this IFTT ring uh, uh, as, uh, to get the, at the exact match query anchor text pointed at your site. Is that the purpose of, of, of this particular one, or do you, are you forcing clicks through that as well? You're establishing the brand. If you remember Mike Pierce talked about this uh, and Brad, it's the establishing the entity is, is basically what they're calling it. So okay. in, your, in his case, he's got to establish that this is, one, it's a real site. It has a real purpose. I see. And this is and it's supported by all these other real sites with the real audience. So the Google Plus page, the Facebook page, the Twitter page, the – Exactly. And that's all, you know, so it's all confirming that, you know, Josh's house of fruit, this is Josh's house of fruit, Google page, Facebook page with seemingly real stuff going on there, all linking back to here. And this site should reciprocal link back to these establishing this entity. That's a real thing on topic X, Y, Z. Exactly. Do you push clicks through uh, on, on this? Like Alex Becker was, was selling a, a couple months ago. You can, if you want to, but basically what you do is, when I create my rings, then I find out where the market is most active, and then I'll focus on those channels to push the clicks right. through this. But, you know, Mike has – those guys have kind of a crazy system where they manage to get everywhere pushed through. But for me, I like to focus on one or two just because it's more manageable. So this is, this is an interesting – very interesting uh, discussion because I've given kind of a completely different uh, – like we're 80% we're the same, and then just the top 20% were different. I'm yeah. saying – a completely black hat solution. I'm saying find, do a search for your, on your topic and find something on your topic. So we're, we agree there. It's got to be on the same topic. Otherwise the links don't have the same juice, but buy some good links, $500 links, $100 links, something swanky or something a little bit higher up and get people who actually click through them to get that trust flow on the rates, the right topic pointing to your site. And I think that plus the on-page changes, I think that could pop the difference and start getting you ranking. You said something that I think is is theoretically doing the same thing, but a different tactic. Is that what right? I added to it, the way I said it would make what you did, I would have to spend significantly less to do it. But it would take more hours, don't you think? Because I'm using those big, huge properties to increase my trust flow and relevance automatically. Yeah. And when you do what you do, where I, you would spend $500 to do it, I would probably only have to spend 100 Probably. You're probably right. But I think yours would take a little longer, don't you think? Uh, it just depends on how much you, you know, you can push that through real quick. You know, it takes me, I don't know, a day to make an entire network, mm -hmm. uh, two days to build the entire pyramid underneath all of those, and then however long it takes Majestic to find the links. But in that time, you're waiting for that 60-day do, do I trust you period yeah. that Google's got implemented anyway. So, um and then you pop in and you're like, all right, I know I need to, because I've been doing this long enough, I know I need to buy two PBN links or whatever. And it's interesting because that's kind of, when white hats go black hat, they do it kind of the way I do it. They just sneakily under the under the table, shove 500 bucks to some big blog and buy a link, right? That's what they do. Because we actually, I I, don't, I, have no, I I know conceptually what you're talking about. I have no idea how I would go and do it. I'd have to pay you to do it, right, or something yeah. like that. So we're I don't know what you're going to do, Dio. Really. Sorry, Clint, go ahead. 
we're going we're going the same way it's just your way would be you spend the 500 bucks you still wait the 60 days and then you're like oh shit and i still need more <laughs> yeah. my way is i spend 30 40 bucks to create that network i do the on page have that all set up the 60 day kicks in i'm in number five now i only spend 100. yeah and we should say there is risk in both there is risk in both uh avenues for sure especially yeah. for the affiliate stuff and plus you're doing all this work and spending all that money and you don't even know if your site's going to convert for sales. So, yeah. Well, I did say he has to do that quality <laughs> conversion. Otherwise, even if he gets to page one, they're going to punt him out of there really quick. If he's not converting at like plus fifty percent on the on on tail end of the sales funnel queries, whatever his query is, he's got to convert. Like if if they want a pro testosterone review, it's got to be the best damn pro testosterone review where they read it and they love it. Yep. Uh, that, that that's a given. White hat or black hat, it doesn't matter. Quality. We all have to be quality these days. So Diogo, I don't know if that answered your questions. It gives you two different paths you can take. Uh, you know, if you want to email myself and ask more questions, I'd be happy to help you out. Or if you want to email Clint and ask him questions, it'd be interesting to see which way you go. It'd be interesting to see if it works or not. Or maybe Clint and I have to work together. Maybe both methods would work. Who knows? But uh, that's kind of what you would need to do. Uh, so thanks, Diogo, for asking, for letting us look at your site and asking those questions. So I thanks noticed a couple more. Sorry, Diogo. Uh, go ahead. No, no, I was saying, thanks me, no, thank you. Uh, this is great, your help was great. I thank you so much. I was, it's our pleasure, Diogo. So uh, we are joined also by Bill and Yell, Jell. Uh, Bill, Jell, did you guys have, one, how do you pronounce your name? <laughs> Bill, I get, but, and, uh, and uh, did you have any questions, uh, SEO questions for us today? Bill, go ahead. We're waiting for Jell. I looked at Bill's site. I was asking him, I asked him a question on the side, so I kind of know what he's going after. Oh, I see. So, Bill, are you asked in the chat, you want me to read it out for you, or you want you want to ask it verbally? Can't uh, hear you. Bill can't hear you. <laughs> You're not muted on my side, so you should be good. I see that big, nice mic of yours. Because uh, you have your earphones in, it's probably going off the microphone on the earphones. No. <laughs> okay. Bill, if you get your mic, it's not a problem, brother. If you get your microphone working, go ahead, uh, ask, jump in. But I'm, I see your question in the chat here, so I'll ask it. Bill asked, any red flags you see on my e-commerce site? Looking for any input to improve my site. Bill, give me a thumbs up if we can show your site on air. If we can't show your site on air, it'd be hard. Okay, good. So Clint, if you got something to say about his site, go ahead, share your screen, show his site, and and tell us what you found. Sure, share screen. I was too busy talking about Diogo's site, so I didn't have a chance to look at it, but <laughs> Clint will uh, thrill us with his SEO awesomeness. All right, so we're looking at ways to improve the site. First off, you got he's killing it. Uh, I flipped this around the other way, but his he's got like three pages of number one rankings. Uh, some of it's long tail with low traffic volume, but that doesn't matter because it's more directed towards a buyer. So I think it's awesome. He's counting on it. There's a couple of things and words in here that you probably could use to improve. PC case, PC cases um, that I saw right off the bat that I would want to get. And then uh, you just kind of have to look through this a little bit more, maybe even water cooling PC um, just to get – little bit more significant traffic but you're almost getting 10,000 visitors a month based off of what SEN rush is showing and I think the the actual volume is probably higher than that so uh, that's good what I my big hang up with your site is usability 
uh, all this menu stuff up here, and then this big old long list that you got going on down here. It kind of just doesn't make it look uh, trustworthy. So if I land here, I'm kind of lost, and then I got to hunt around in your thing to find what I'm looking for. Uh, like I was looking for the liquid cool stuff right off the bat. Uh, and then there was another one that I looked at that cost $13,000. That was very cool. Actually, it's $130,000. But if I find it here again, you got to buy it for me, Josh. <laughs> can right. you hear me now, guys? Yeah, we can hear you. Sorry, I had my um, headset for my audio settings. Um, I wanted to say that uh, I followed you guys since you started these Hangouts, Josh. Um, I was already following your videos. and. Clint, when Clint came on board, so I'm a big supporter. I I try to learn from you guys. I'm I'm more of a hardware guy. It's like in my realm, software evil, hardware good. <laughs> right. I, I I build custom computers and stuff, and I've had this site um, for several years. Uh, I think this site now for seven years. And um, yeah, I can agree with uh, Clint's assessment right away that it is confusing at first. There's a lot of links up at top, but I kind of learned as I went along building the site one of those deals yeah you know i'm kind of like i'm a diyer on everything yeah i'm not saying it's bad because obviously you know this goes ahead and says you're doing something right right um i think you could probably help increase your conversions and just move around the site a little bit better if you fix that up um because you have so many products i go along with kind of mirror what amazon does and that uh, left side here's the main main products we sell and then the subcategories kind of thing going along the lines with the same mm -hmm. thing with what you did here. You said you did the same thing. You just put it up on top. And was basically all I'm saying. Um, could I offer some advice to you guys and anybody that's watching this and you guys may have figured this out already. Um, if you're thinking about expanding onto an Amazon store, if you've already got your own e-commerce site, some advice I'm going to give you is if you've got specific unique products, if you expand onto Amazon of those same products, Amazon's going to come up as the first result. So you kind of sometimes kick yourself or shoot yourself in the foot if you've got a specific product that you want people to come to your store for. So um, I've kind of dipped into the waters of Amazon, but I learned that you want to have unique products separated from your own e-commerce store. Yeah, I wasn't saying put your products on Amazon. I was saying model that menu that they've tested. Yeah. You know, Amazon I, I split saying, tested the hell saying. out of their design, so they know that that click-through rate works. So why not mirror it? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point, Clint. You know, Amazon—they're watching their conversions. I assure you. So, look how the big guys are doing it. They watch their conversions, and they know the psychology of converting and, and how to do it. Your point there, Bill, was—you know—why, why if you're already ranking on page one, why put the same product on Amazon so they click on Amazon? You have to give Amazon a cut. You're already on page one. If you're not on page one, well, then you might want to go to Amazon. And, and Amazon SEO is a whole other show, right? We could do a whole other show on that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Why give Amazon their cut? Bill, let me ask you a question. Uh, do, you, do you have a lot of thin content, a lot of duplicate content? Do you use URL parameters in your navigation at all? Um, probably thin and wide content. Um, uh, what I'm guilty of and it's actually worked for me, especially in Google Images, is that I've really uh, overloaded this e-commerce store, which is CS Cart, um, with a lot of large images, photos. So I really capitalize on Google Images um, because I cater to geeks, geeks that are into building computers. They want to see 
nice photos. They want to have a higher resolution versus small thumbnails. And so what I've done, and I'm sure that nobody else of CS Card has done this, is I've really put large photos on all the product pages. Not only will I have them as thumbnails, but I also have them in the description down below. Um, and uh, and where are you getting this content from? You're getting it from somewhere else, or are you are you custom all, writing this? All it's all my own content. Okay, because that makes me concerned. Because when I do my start 990 trick, so here's a site that had 879 results, but that's a fabricated number. When I do my start 990 trick, um, whenever Google says there's nothing at, at start 990, that makes me very, very nervous. Like I saw, I showed you that other page. If there's only 322, it should get, give me to page 30 on a healthy site. Whenever I see this, there's some definite filtering going on from Google's side, uh, uh -huh. and they're not liking what they're seeing here. Um, again, I'll just go through my basic stuff that I showed before. If I do info, they clearly want the HTTPS. When did you change to HTTPS, by the way? Um, I think it was uh, last year, about a year ago. Did you do it right? Um, <laughs> to be honest, I, I don't know. I, I just, the hosting company set it up, so. Okay, um, they did a 301. Now, if I take a look here at the, uh, the, the code, do you have a canonical? Whoops, canon. There's no canonical set in here. That's not good. What does I that should, mean? We should have a real canonical in the in the code here, telling it that the HTTPS is the default version for sure. So that's definitely one thing you want to stick in there, a canonical. Another stuff I would check for is title equals, if you're spamming the title attribute. That's another quick thing I could check. Doesn't, oh, it looks like you are. So you don't need to have this. Uh, especially if you're going to say in the alt. You don't definitely need that kind of duplication. That's, that's definitely something John Mueller said not to do. Specifically, he said that they look for that. And, um, and uh, quite frankly, it's going to make it difficult for you to put in the alt tag, um, but don't put it in the, title tag, in the title attribute. Again, the title attribute is inside of an anchor tag uh, or inside of an image tag, and you don't need to have this portion. Do this portion. Don't do this portion. Again, it's just going to mess up your keyword density. When you check your, your on-page keyword density, you're going to try and see what it's at. It's actually going to be way higher because Google could include this these keywords in here. Uh -huh. So again, these are just little five-second things I can do to check to see if, if a site is going to have some issues. Uh, I'm really concerned the fact that when I go to start 990, it uh, doesn't give me anything else. It doesn't give me any similar to, but I think that's a bug, as Clint alluded to earlier. Now, if I go here and I check uh, SERPWorks, let's just do a quick look at your SERPWorks to see how that looks. Uh, you got uh, 1,200 referring domains, a PA57, that's great, and a trust flow of 17 on the domain, that's, that's fantastic. Um, what, what is a kind of, you're already ranking very well, so Google's picking and choosing amongst your, your, um, your results. How many pages should you have indexed in Google? Um, I don't know. Do you have Search Console installed? Search Console. Uh, no, I don't. Okay, so Search Console used to be called Webmaster Tools. It is a um, it's a, it's a free tool from Google, and I know a lot of people hate it, especially people in the Black Hat world. But quite frankly, you need to have it installed. 
you need to go there and have it installed. Actually, I don't want to show you what sites I have in there right now, huh? Protect all my customers, but you definitely want to get this thing installed. It's free, and you can't tell if you have a Google penalty unless you have this installed. Like that's where they report to you the manual penalties and stuff like that. So in there, in Google Search Console, they're going to show you how many pages they have indexed and and what they're indexing. And you want to check to see what that number is. You also want to check to see if they have URL parameters set. If you're using URL parameters uh, in your navigation, does everyone know what a URL parameter is? These are URL parameters. Question mark Q equals something, ampersand, ampersand. These are URL parameters. Google definitely does not want to see that in your navigation. And if they see that and they see you have a PC case blue, PC case orange, PC case red, uh -huh. they're going to auto canonical all that to one, one single page. And that could be a reason why they seem to be filtering you a little bit. Okay. Uh, but again, they're not mega filtering you because, you, as Clint pointed out, you're, you're doing pretty well. You have a lot of pages that are ranking, but that is kind of in jeopardy. Your your, your spaceship has got cracks in it. You definitely <laughs> want to fix those cracks. Okay. Um, I'm being too repetitive. <laughs> you could be too repetitive. Um, you definitely, I mean, if people search for it, if people search for um, uh, like uh, 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 PC case Alienware, PC case, you know, whatever, if they're searching for it, it should have its own page. But if, if, there, if, if there's like PC case, Alienware, blue, polka dots, if no one's searching for that variation, then, then that can just be canonical to the main PC case, Alienware page. Mm -hmm. and, and cutting down that kind of duplication, that kind of thin content is going to help Google spider you and spider the right pages, spider you faster, uh, maybe even rank you higher. So, so those kinds of things you need to watch out for. But again, it's not that huge of a problem because as Clint pointed out, you're, you're doing pretty well, but it's like your ship, again, has some cracks in it and, and that could blow open a, a huge hole at any time. Uh, Google can make a single change and decide to be a little bit more aggressive on duplicate content and your site is just decimated in the rankings. So you're okay. not healthy right now and, and so I really, really recommend fixing that. If you want more any, uh, information about that, email me or email Clint and we'd be happy to uh, help you out. Okay, great. Thanks, guys. Okay, so we're all we've been going on for a while now, guys. I want to get to um, these questions I have here in the chat. I'm going to try and answer as many of these questions here as possible before we got to go. Uh, SEO 530 Limited says client has given us an Enigma uh, uh, quotes garageequipmentonline.com. Nice site, no horrible links. Couple of weeks, couple of week ones now disavowed. Don't disavow any links. Ranking great uh, for you in UK for garage equipment finance. So here's the question. Ranking great in UK for garage equipment finance, but not garage equipment. So I can tell you right off the bat, uh, and we had this example last week, and Clint is the one who, who brilliantly pointed it out. Those are two different queries. Garage equipment finance and garage equipment are two different queries, and they have to have really crappy quality and really nothing to show for garage equipment to show a garage equipment finance site, which is a different topic, to rank for garage equipment. So you need to make a page dedicated to garage equipment so that they can rank it for garage equipment. And all your stuff dedicated to garage equipment finance, that's a different topic and they'll rank that. You have anything there to add, Clint? No, I don't. Um, Steve asks, how does Google see adjectives in front of keywords? Example, apples, green apples, red apples, fresh apples. Are those unique keywords as far as Google's keyword density for apples? Uh, Steve, yes, yes, it is. So, like I said, people, if people are searching for green apples, there should be a page dedicated to it. If they're searching for red apples, it should be dedicated to it. 
But um, uh, if they're searching for fresh red apples, they should have a page dedicated to it. But the red apples page is not going to rank for fresh red apples, probably, unless, again, there's no quality and no authority, and they just need more pages. But they have like 40 trillion pages to rank. So they have a page on fresh red apples, I assure you. They have a page on fresh red apples. They got a page on crappy red apples. They got a page on red apples, all the red apples you could possibly want. They have red apples up the yin-yang. So if you want to rank for a specific phrase, it's got to be that page. It's got to be dedicated to it. Uh, and so the fresh red apples page can possibly rank for fresh red apples, and the red apples page will rank for red apples. It's the same problem. It's uh, all has to do with your planning and how you're planning your site out. When you where you when you decide where do you want to be in the sales funnel, you want to be at the tail end of the sales funnel, you want to be at the top end of the sales funnel. More long tail queries here in the top or in the middle than the no do queries as they call them at Google, or the do queries when they actually want to make a purchase. Okay, let's see if I can find any more questions for me. Stephen Buchanan asks. Can a related articles plugin work instead of interlinking pages, or better just to interlink pages? Any example on how to interlink? So, can a related articles plugin work instead of interlinking pages manually, or better just to interlink the pages? Clint, do you understand the question? It's more of a WordPress question. He's saying, can I be lazy and not interlink my pages and just use that plugin versus? I wanted you to say that, not me. <laughs> I baited you into it. <laughs> I bite. <laughs> no, don't lazy out on that. Use the internal links from inside of the content. It's just like you want to in content link from another site, you want to do the same thing from your own site. So don't let a plugin do that for you. Yeah, plugins can miss can can uh, malfunction. They can make mistakes. I know. So Clint, tell me what you think about this. So we might have different on-page philosophies as well. So for example, I tell clients, if you have like five top ranking pages on your blog, put a little sidebar on the right side that has, visit our top five articles, and so every page is linking to them to guarantee they get the most link juice on the site. I have a widget that does that, so it changes based off of the popularity of the article. Um, in that case, it's fine, but um, I can see what you were doing, like you say, if you had a how would I set that up? If it was an SEO site, for example, and then I wrote 10 different articles on SEO, I would probably set it up so that if you're on a SEO, any of those SEO articles, it would only show those 10 articles, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, then I can see it like that. Because you really got to route and tell Google, A, these are my most important pages. Please rank these ahead of other ones. And yeah. B, all the internal link juice I'm getting, I want to funnel it to those most important pages I want to rank, assuming it's just five. Right, but we all seen we know from our testing that only the stuff in between the body tags is what's really counting. Yeah, sidebar and foot, footer are, are there; they're va they're valuable links, but the body is where it's at. So, true. If I'm going to do the interlinking, just take the time, do it right, and put it in. You your really page. should go onto the index page into the content and say, "Hey, if you haven't read our five top articles, here they are, and link right in the middle." That yeah. would pass the most juice and that'd be the best signal to Google to say these are our important pages. Mashable does a good job of that. You look at theirs, they always have the, there's at least three read uh, this article about inside of their other articles too. So You could also do like a block quote kind of floating box in the main content. Google probably wouldn't decide that's a sidebar, mm -hmm. but that's iffy. Um, this, of course, this only works if you have a site that there's only five pages you really want to rank. If, you, if you're doing a long tail approach at the top of the sales funnel and you want to long tail rank like millions of keywords and millions of pages, well, then they all have to be pretty unilateral linking across the entire site. 
Yeah, I guess it really depends on how you're setting it up. Because I kind of stick along. Uh, all my content should be at least three clicks, no more than three clicks away from the homepage. So uh, I have True. the homepage, my sales page, and then my supporting blog articles for that sales page are all into there. And I have 29 different sets of those on my website for 29 different sales or services. So um, that's how I how I do it. And that, now I'm not interlinking those different silos either. So. Yeah, no, you're totally right, and that's that's a point that there's so many there's so many little little SEO rules that are hard to know unless you've been in the industry for a while. You're totally right. If you want to rank a page, it can't be like five levels deep, and the the, the URL for it can't be over 90 characters either, because you start to see statistic statistical ranking drops at that point too. It can't be too many hops from the index page, or that main page can't get ranked. So uh, Google is going to start discounting it because it's like, well, if it's so buried so deep in your website, it can't be that important. Is their reasoning so? There are a lot of little rules to um, to learn. Uh, there's a lot more questions, so I'll get to the questions. Even though we could talk about this for hours, but <laughs> I want to try and get to these guys' questions if possible. Psychoactive asks, "How do I get out of the Google sandbox?" I'll take that one. There is no such thing as the Google sandbox. Um, there are many of many Google algorithms, links, content, and quality in general that are trying to determine if you have uh, enough off-page authority to rank you, if you have the right content to rank you on what they can tell you want to be about, and if you have enough quality to rank you. So you're failing in one of those three areas or all three areas, and that's why you're not ranking. Uh, so there's no sandbox. They, they do take time to process these things, and they might do some split testing for a while, and they decide to just kind of sit on a site for a while, but I don't think that there's a, there's no global sandbox anyway. I think it's a melange of many algorithms working together. Would you agree, Clint, or, or do you think I'm a full of shit? Yeah, I'm pretty much along the same lines. It's you know, it, sometimes you get lucky and you just get a great domain that hits it right off the bat. But for the yeah. most part, you're just count on in your backwards planning that you're gonna have to wait 60 days to earn Google's trust to do anything of any value. So yeah, and if you want to think of that as a sandbox, fine. I mean, it's not a not a problem. But <laughs> he also asks, how many links should you build to a new site? <laughs> um, that that is a very relative question. Um, how, much, how much how much do you care? How fast do you want to rank it? If you want to go black hat, then you build your million plus, and then make your uh, money. How much money do you have? Um, <laughs> how 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 badly do you want Google to find what you're doing? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's really hard to answer that. Yep. Uh, and uh, finally, he asked, do authority sites still do well in the SERPs? Yes. Yes. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> of course yeah. they do. <laughs> These are weird questions, guys. Weird questions. Okay, let's see if I can find some more questions. Oh, 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 oh. I saw some, and then uh, okay. So Struan Baird asks, "Hi guys, currently ranked between fifth to seventh for the term digital agency Edinburgh. Uh, how did I know you were Scottish with that name? Digital, digital agency Edinburgh got a boost from a couple links. Could you guys share your vast knowledge, baby?" Uh, dot langthologincy.com. I don't even know what that is. Um, yeah, so I don't really, uh, we don't really have time to do more site stuff uh, strewn. Um, I get Cora, find out how well optimize your pages, and then this, if it's perfect according to Cora, send more links to it. Yeah, um, so <laughs> if you guys are wondering what the heck that is, I, I will put the link below. Uh, where's my white hat versus black hat stuff? Yeah, so Core is a, a piece of software that um, uh, does correlation studies. It's very powerful. It's made by our friend Ted. Uh, it's great uh, stuff. 
And I'll put links to SIA there as well, Core and SIA. Uh, I'll put them in the uh, description here uh, for the chat in, on YouTube. And you guys can check those out. But we don't have time for more site clinics today. But uh, check out that stuff. People in those agencies can definitely, uh, those uh, groups can definitely help you out as well. Um, but do you say you're currently ranked between fifth and seventh for Digital Agency Edinburgh? You got a boost from a couple of links. Yeah, links are going to help you rank. <laughs> uh, but I wouldn't go crazy with the ranking. If you're already on page one, I would look at quality, try and improve your conversions. Uh, that's kind of my go-to thing. You know, it's the quality scores is just as important as page rank as far as I'm concerned. And you, can, you can't go wrong getting more sales now. Getting more sales now is what you want to do. So get more conversions now, make your users happier now, and your quality score will be great. And you'll, you'll either attain a better position or at least you'll maintain that good position. Because there's no time in the future where Google's going to go, I know, let's rank crappy sites now. That, that's not going to happen, right? <laughs> they're, they're, it's only going to get worse. They're going to be, now we have good sites. Now we're going to only go for the best of the best sites. And, and then it's just going to go up from there with more competition, making more sites, everyone pushing each other to have higher and higher quality. When everyone starts to catch on, Rand Fishkin, I don't know if you noticed, Clint, Rand Fishkin of SEO Moz finally said that he thinks quality score is a ranking factor. Uh, way to go, Rand. Um, one, thanks for joining the party two or three years late. Two, um, thanks for joining the party because now when you say it, now everyone's going to go do it and try to manipulate it, and Google's going to get better at it. So thanks for ruining our shit. He's <laughs> not, not really helping us. But uh, if, if you're just getting late to the party, yes, quality score is a ranking factor, guys. They can directly track your traffic. Uh, the, the, there's plenty of evidence to show this. Okay. Uh, Adam Roth asks, do you have thoughts on press release backlinks for his for his site? Adam, my thought is don't. That's my thought. Clint, what's your thought? Do them. Oh, there you go. The white and the black. Who are you going <laughs> to listen to? Here's the reasons why I say don't. I don't think Google is going to track them very well anymore. John Mueller specifically said not to do them, and they specific, have specific algorithms looking for that. And at best, they'll be ignored, and at worst, it could bubble you up. Uh, I don't think it's worth the money or the time. I would buy other, if you're going to buy links, I would buy other kinds of links that are a little bit more expensive, but are definitely going to have a little bit more juice and trust flow. Um, Clint? John Mueller is teaching don't do it because everyone is using exact match and killing it in the rankings and using just press releases. Uh, nowadays, you want to use them, especially on a new domain, to start building your brand and URL anchor text. And that's a nice set of links that hides your other stuff that you're doing. If you're going out and buying links or all that other stuff, it's all hidden inside your press release. It's harder to find. Um, do you do the links have to be do follow links or could you do no follow links or just text? Most press release sites are all set to no follow now anyway. Ah, well that being said, then I say go ahead and do it because no follow links I think pass juice and there's no risk. So then go ahead and do it. But I yeah. I was thinking you're probably meaning do follow links. Yeah, no most the good the real even the even the good ones like I I my my press release service we syndicate through Cision, which used to be PR Newswire, um, and we get some killer backlinks out of that. It's a little bit more expensive uh, than the $79 SEO versions, but it's still really good to get killer good backlinks using that method, or if you use the SEO press release, which is entirely for link building, let's face it, no one's reading that crap. Um, yeah. Just use your brand name and your URL anchors and throw your uh, name, address, and phone number in there too if it's local to help with your map rankings. You generally have to put your phone address and uh, your, all your contact information there. Otherwise, most reputable press release sites won't let you even post it. Yeah, a lot of people don't 
like some of those services actually don't put it in there, um, but a lot of others are catching on. Uh, if you guys ever follow Semantic Mastery, uh, they're even doing some crazy stuff where they're essentially stacking PR, PRs. Mm. Um, so get with them and, and learn that method too. So they'll uh, do a tier. They'll do a tier networking for you. <laughs> yeah, essentially is basically that's exactly what you're doing, and and what it does is it it kills it in maps, uh, and it, mm. it's killing it for local listings too. So. Very interesting. Very interesting, guys. You want to learn about on? crazy stuff with PR and uh, then semantic masteries where you guys need to go. We've got a white hat versus black hat SEO hangout marathon going on here. We've been doing this for an hour and 11 minutes. I want to see if we can get through these questions just because I have nothing else to do in the summer. Actually, I have lots to do, but I don't want to do it, so I'm going to answer these questions. Clint, you're welcome to stay here as long as you want. Thank you for joining your time and your excellent answers. Guys, we're, we're killing it with these SEO answers here for you. Uh, Craig Sibold, another great Scotsman, asks, uh, CBD slash hemp products, advertising policies. What is Google's or Facebook's stance on promoting these products? That's a great question, Craig. Um, I don't really know. I don't know if AdWords has banned hemp products, and I don't know if Facebook has. When it comes to the SEO side, though, you can obviously SEO for those uh, keywords like anything else. Um, let's see here if I can find any more questions we have time to ask. Uh, uh, SEO530 says, apologies, he badly worded his question above. Uh, they have a dedicated garage equipment finance page, and they hope to rank the homepage for garage equipment. It is now possession 26, but went, but was five pre-March. Well, if you were five and now you're 26, well, then you have some kind of quality or linking problem. Unless you changed your content, if you were at a high rank and you drop, then it's either quality or links. It's one or the other. Either you lost links, or Google got rid of some of your links, either auto automatically or with a manual penalty check search console, or people didn't think your 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 uh, your site was terminating their search phrase. Google A/B tested you for that result, and you failed. And people are like, "This is not what I want," and they went back to Google, or they weren't they could tell that they weren't satisfied. So it's one or the other, maybe both. Fix it, uh, or email me or Clint, and we'll help you fix it. Um, Skylands asks, what are your thoughts on property health sorting feature in Search Console? I don't understand what you mean, Sky. What are your thoughts on, in quotes, property health sorting feature in Search Console? I haven't seen it. So this, if this is the new Search Console, I haven't seen it yet. And that's it. Uh, John says, I totally ignored his question. Okay, ask it now, John. <laughs> Go what ahead. What's with you, Josh? Jeez. Yeah, geez. There's only 500 questions there to sort through. <laughs> And I don't think he used a star, star, star. Okay, John, ask it. How fast can you type it? Boy, you're taking a long time. Okay, there he goes. All right, so Christoph L. asks, what do you think about safe links? Still a good option? Oh, here's a good one for Clinton and I to have a debate. Um, if I had to put on my black hat and choose some crappy black hat links, safe would be where I would go because they're Russian. And Russians seem to be pretty good at hacking American uh, <laughs> networks and internet stuff. Um, uh, but again, I would be very careful. I would make it to a link router I could get rid of, like a 301 or a canonical I could get rid of at any time. I would put it to a test server first and see if the page goes up or down. And then if it works, I would 301 it from there, a server that I controlled or a page I controlled. Um, I would do it that way. 
uh, to make sure that I can get rid of that link juice at a moment's notice if I thought it was a problem. But I, again, I would work on quality first. I'm, I'm the quality guy. I rank sites usually just on quality alone with like a few backlinks. Like so I'm the guy who's putting sites there that have like three links, but they're ranking page one on queries that have like 100,000 results because my conversion uh, rates are like 60% because I planned everything just tickety-boo and the conversion rates are really high. The quality score is really high. But Clint, what do you think about safe links? Diego's site would be the site that I would use that on because that's a short-term product. It's probably going to be around, what, six to eight months, maybe a year, maybe. Mm. Um, that's probably what I would use that on because I didn't care yeah. about it. I just want to make some money quick. Uh, use safe, get some good power. Um, problem there is you got to be good at picking out the sites. So find a good someone who's who's already good at getting through that network and finding the good gems and then buy the links from them. That's yeah, if you want to investigate on that kind of thing, Clint would be your man to contact. Definitely not me. Because uh, uh, if you email me and ask for safe links, I'm going to go, okay, Clint or Holly, what should I be doing here? That's <laughs> that's who I'm going to email. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then SAFE does a lot of interesting stuff with JS redirect links and stuff like that. So, But again, you, you brought up a really good point for Diogo is that that pro-testosterone affiliates uh, product may only be on the market for a year. So if it only has to rank for a year, you might want to just power Black Hat, uh, 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 try to rank it now with safe links and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then if you buy some links from somebody else, make sure you can change them later on. Like my method, uh, to, to go buy some links, buy some links on a related kind of just general health supplement sites. And then if you're going to move to another health supplement uh, product, the, the links you bought, switch the anchor text and switch it over to the new site so you keep at least get to retain that value. Or put it through a switch. You can create a PBN, mm -hmm. a nice PBN, point all your safe stuff at that, boost it up, and now you have and, and do it that way. Yeah, no, you definitely can. All right, John Shamayamayanayana, however you pronounce your last name. Finally, and he put like one, two, three, four, six asterisks to make sure I see it this time. Good. <laughs> He says, what do you guys, here's the question, drum roll, that he wanted me to answer. He was so pissed off. He says, what do you guys think about the sandbox that is applied to new domains which are trying to rank for highly searched keywords? <laughs> <laughs> Boo earns, John. I answered that exact question. I think we Thanks for listening. <laughs> if I could punt people out of this, I'd punt it right here. John. I appreciate that I didn't answer your question earlier, but I answered someone else's question, which was exactly that question, that there is no sandbox. There is there's a, a, a melange, I said. That was my adjective, a melange, a potpourri, if you will, of various algorithms, uh, uh, mostly off-site off -site, uh, signals, social, links, uh, no-follow, buzz, text, reviews, ratings, stuff like that, content on your page. Each page has to be dedicated to a different topic. Content on your page, internal linking structure, crawling, indexing. And then the final third here is quality. What, is, what does the traffic do when they go to your site? Are they satisfied? Do they stop searching? Or do they do signals of low satisfaction signals, like bouncing around the site, can't find what they want, bounce back to Google? Do they return? Stuff like that. Those three silos, if you will, those three categories need to be satisfied to a certain point before Google's going to try to rank you. They may try to rank you right away to test to see if you have the quality because you have the content set really right. And maybe you have some off-site social going on, some buzz. But if you don't have the quality, if you don't have the content, if you don't have the links, they're going to punch you. And the time it takes to rank, to convince Google to trust you, and the, for all, who knows? For all we know, there could be just a time delay set. Right? Google might just sit for 60 days and see what you're going to do. 
but I don't think that's the case. Maybe it is, but I think the sandbox is a is a potpourri, a collection of these algorithms making an artificial intelligence decision as to uh, should they rank you, what should they rank you for, and how high should they rank you. So I did answer your question, John. You made sure it's a stink. Um, John says, there's clearly a filter being placed on new sites trying to rank for keywords that have extremely high monthly searches. No. No, there is not clearly a filter on new sites. It's, it doesn't have to be a filter. It could just be not enough good. If there's not enough good to make you rank, that's not a filter. In the industry, a filter is when Google specifically removes you on purpose for some reason, either automatically, automatically through an AI or from a manual penalty or something like that. So no, it's not clear that there's a filter. And if it's got um, traffic volume, you're competing against other SEOs. So your brand new site's not going to go in to the top 50 uh, without all your on-page set up, without some trust from Google, which is what Josh was talking about, and without backlinks. So it's not a filter. It's not a pause. It's, hey, your site is not ready yet. Do more work. That's basically all it means. And that's our hypothesis. Here, at the end of the day, we don't think it's a filter. We don't see any reason there to be a pause. John Mueller says there's no pause. There's no sandbox. This is the way he explains it. That's the best evidence we got. Um, uh, so we don't know for sure. Of course, nobody knows for sure. No one can prove this or disprove this. But I think it's pretty clear. We have websites that we put out there. Sometimes they rank right away uh, because we're really good at doing these three category things. The better you get at these three category things, I think the more that you're going to see that. Um, uh, SEO530 Limited asks a very important question. He, he wrote star, 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 and he put three asterisks. And he says, what do you guys think about lady jugs? Can I rank for lady jugs? Um, I'm not even answering that. <laughs> no, yeah. really you, you better have a nice pair of lady jugs if you want to rank for lady jugs. They better be the, there's a, I don't know if you know, but there's a lot of lady jugs out on the internet right now. I'm not sure if you're aware of this. So you better have like a primo pair of lady jugs if you want to rank for lady, I'm sure lady jugs is just a metaphor for something else. A very nice big perky pair of lady jugs if you want to rank for that. John says that he could prove it, uh, no. You can't prove it. Even if you made a website, John, this is not a personal attack against you. Even if you made a website, you said, hey, look, it's not ranking for two months. That doesn't prove there's a filter. It proves that it's not ranking for two months. There could be no good reason to rank it either. So there's no way I can prove my side. There's no way you can prove your side. So actually, it's kind of a useless debate. But I, I don't think, if you want to think of it as a, as a sandbox, go ahead. At the end of the day, you need to do these three things. The off page needs to be right. Social links, buzz, reviews, ratings, off-page schema. The on uh, uh, the on-page has to be right, and the links have to be right. Uh, sorry, the uh, quality has to be right. Uh, traffic going to your site, traffic loving your site. Uh, if you don't have those three things, then yeah, you could call the sandbox all you want. You're not going to rank. And now, now the whole chat is just devolving down now to just things <laughs> that I'm not going to. Okay, guys. Okay, that's enough. All right. There's so. Enough. Now they're sliding other religions and things. Let's, let's not even get there. So, so <laughs> those are all the questions I'm answering today. <laughs> now the chat's gone crazy. I'm glad, I'm glad after the show's done, the chat will be deleted. <laughs> so, so thanks, guys, for your questions. Thank you, Clint, very much. We've had like an hour and 15-minute uh, uh, SEO marathon here for you. A lot of really good ideas. If you have any SEO questions at all about this, you need an SEO audit, you want to find out how to rank for these queries, you want more information about the sandbox or the lack thereof, 
email me at joshbashinsky at gmail.com. You can follow me at Twitter at joshbashinsky. And you can watch more videos with experiments, leaks, tips, tricks, actual uh, tactics to use, breakdowns like this. I have tons of all the SEO knowledge you want at youtube.com slash jbashins. Uh, email me for more of the white hatish stuff. That's clearly my bollywhack, more what I do. Wouldn't sometimes doing black hat stuff, but if you want more PBN stuff, black hat stuff, who also sometimes does white hat stuff too, I'll let you uh, email Clint. Clint, please give out your, your information as well. Uh, you can find me at digitalear.com or info at digitalear.com, also all over the place on Facebook. So, Fantastic. Well, thank you, Clint, very much for, for pitching in all this free advice. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. And as I always say, good luck in the SERPs, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>